Have you heard of Paris Bennett? Do you remember her? No. She came in fifth of American Idol. This nigga said came in fifth. Nigga, I don't remember who came in first. (laughs) (laughs) American what? This young lady can sing. This young lady can sing. Did she have a short haircut back then? No, but she she had like a, um, the one that I saw, what do you call it? Finger wave type haircut. Yes, 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 yes. I remember um, her. Yes, I do remember it. She old, got yeah. and she got booted. Right, right, right. Yeah. Okay. Her album is trash. <laughs> it sold 25,000 copies. That was wow. 10,000 copies too many. I don't know who bought this album. I want to erase it from my streams. Oh, damn. When did her album come out? I don't know. Maybe 10 years ago. Maybe in the 90s. I don't even know. He's used to 25,000. Like today, that's platinum. <laughs> no, it's, it's, <laughs> but if it came out last week, that's really <laughs> it. Came out in 2007. How did it come upon your stream? I actually started on the net and then found that her grandmother is the woman who used to sing for um, Sounds of Blackness. This is crazy how I got to her. So I'm a big fan of PJ Morton. I've talked about him on the show a couple of times. He's a gospel R&B. He plays keys for Maroon 5. So he has this new album, Watch the Sun. There's a song called Better Benediction with all male singers. He did a mix with all female singers. One of the singers is Kiki Wyatt, who you remember from R&B fame, having 11 babies fame. I but, remember her from stabbing people. And she stabbed her second husband, I think. Right. Or maybe the first husband. Okay. But all her kids are with whoever she was married at the time, which is pretty fascinating to me. So her second husband, I believe, went off and was dating Paris Bennett. So I wanted to see who this Paris Bennett was. And that's how I got to her album. So you can <laughs> see what I was doing for lunch. <laughs> That's the long way around for something. He's like, so uh, when are we going to have that report? Yeah, I'm working on it right now. Uh, I'm working on, working on that TSP report. <laughs> working I'm on working some heavy on research right now. Margie, I'm working on it. Just got something really, 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 really interesting down the pipeline. I got to take care of it right now. All right. Google. One more, more thing. One more thing. This is a new motherfucking intro. Because someone don't want that on the show so now we have a new motherfucking intro so sit back and enjoy the f-ing show welcome to decoding 40 once again you are listening to the number one podcast in my mind and yours decoding 40 i'm your host this week vincent perez and i am joined here with my boy Z- this is your boy L. O. A.K.A. Leon the First, Leon the Second, and Leon the Third. This is Alaric. Happy it's Halloween! Happy Halloween! Um, yeah. By, by the way, it is Halloween. Happy Halloween! It's actually two days before the most important person on this podcast was born, <laughs> the CEO of all CEOs. Who is this? Me. Oh, silly. Mm. <laughs> My birthday is in swing. My birthday is in two days, mm. uh, ladies and gentlemen. And we record on Monday. My birthday's on Wednesday. Sometimes my birthday falls on election day. Election day is the following week on November 8th. So go out and vote, especially in those states where the Democrats could lose everything. And just vote for Democrats uh, no matter what their platform is. Yeah, this I is true. I'm hearing that. That's don't even ask questions. That's yeah, the new plan right now. Question. 
Yeah. Who cares yeah. what they're doing for black folks? Just make sure they get in there. Yeah. Just so make sure white progressives are happy. <laughs> right. Yes. And also, yep, that's our best hope. Yeah. You don't want the guy with the badge to get in there. Fake badge. So, what's going on? Who wants to go first this week? Yeah. Um, I had a pretty eventful weekend. Uh, my wife and I celebrated our 16th wedding anniversary on the 28th of last week. All right, all right, all right. So that was fun. Um, uh, but we actually spent it celebrating another couple who got married out in the Poconos on Saturday. So we drove out there and had a good time. And the reception was nice. DJ was straight out of um, KTU. Uh, the music <laughs> was, how shall I say? What is love? Yeah, there Maybe you go. don't hurt me. <laughs> there you don't go. Don't hurt me. No and uh, he played like three R&B songs, uh, ended the night with Selena. I was like, yeah, it's time to go. Wow. But Selena everybody was, was very nice. Selena Gomez was as R&B as he got. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty wow. Much. I thought you went to Selena as in Selena, the, the Latin singer Selena. Oh, yeah. that's what, is, What's her last name? Oh, I, I don't know. Selena. <laughs> oh, whatever the Selena that was killed. I, I thought you meant Selena Gomez. Oh, okay. No, no, no. Selena as oh. Selena the singer. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. your singer. Damn, so, that's uh, that's pretty far from R and B. Your man playlist was DJ Guido in the building. No, and he looked like a white Urkel. DJ White Urkel in the yeah. building. I'm not sure why they chose him. I'm not sure, you know, whatever it is, but I guess he made the cut. The, but uh, the fist bumps. Was this a white couple? No, it was a uh, a black Muslim and a uh, Mexican woman. Oh, the Mexican and they chose DJ Urkel. I mean, he's probably the hottest DJ in the Poconos. He he very well could be. Mm-hmm. Whip, whip, whipping up the Poconos. <laughs> That's Urkel. exactly how he felt. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, coming to the floor. Uh, <laughs> Our bride and groom tonight. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. I'm usually doing some strip clubs, but today I'm doing a wedding. So give it up for Bubbles. I mean, the bride. <laughs> 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 pretty much, pretty much. But prior to going and driving out to the uh, Poconos, I had to get a shave. So my dilemma continued as to where I was going to go get this shave. Had little, had very little time, so I decided I'm going to just go up the block and just make the decision as I walk in. And look at God. God made the decision for me. I walk in, there's literally somebody sitting into the seat of the barber that I would normally have gone to. And the barber I wanted to go to was just chilling in his chair. So the barber that I would normally go to sees me. I go, looks like you're busy and do a beeline right back to the end, uh, to the back of the uh, barbershop and get get shaped up. And uh, I was extremely happy at that point. Uh, when I walked back through the, the barbershop to walk out, my regular barber didn't even look at me, which I took as a sign of he felt defeated. He's and I'm going to just walk in there to my barber from yeah. now on. Yeah, you guys I think I think he let you go. Yeah, I think you that was divorced. Yeah, you got divorced. Officially. The paperwork has been signed because the because, court has certified it. It's a done deal. You didn't even entertain the I'll wait for you I'll wait for <laughs> right, you conversation. Right. You just said you you did a George Costanza on that nigga. Thank you. And went to <laughs> you Costanza didn't even exactly. give him the opportunity to say no. how many minutes or how long no. right. it's gonna right. be quick, puppy. I was doing a line. Yeah. Nah, nope. he was like, looks like you're busy. Yep. And, and you went to the other chair and dude was like, I was waiting for you, puppy. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you'd be back. I knew you'd be back. Look at so that saga of my life is over. I have a new barber. 
Mm-hmm. You know, he has heard the rumors. He's already heard the rumors <laughs> right. in the barbershop. Yo, they was one guy in there. They probably had a fight. <laughs> this motherfucker be stealing my customers. It's because your customers don't want your bullshit cuss, nigga. You can't cut like I could cut. That's why your man left you, son. He with me now. <laughs> he chose me. He chose me. We could handle this like some gentlemen barbers or get into some gangster shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! So that was that was a, a pretty good highlight for my uh, weekend. And then uh, my wife and I drove back from the Poconos to the city to hang out with the good folks of the Fearless Artists and uh, enjoy their party. And there were some margaritas that I meant to get the recipe for that were absolutely delicious. I was knocking those things back, like to the point where I was like, all right, this is my last one. And then like one time I went to the bathroom and left my wife with a half full cup. I came back, that cup was empty. So I was like, <laughs> oh, I guess I'm getting another one. So I got that one. I finished that and then I was like, okay, I'm done. Then I wind up going to the bathroom and I came back to the, I passed the bar. I was like, I got to get another one. I'm, I'm clearly passing the bar. Yeah. The margarita was like, hello. Yeah. You forgot something. And I, I looked at my uh, account, the transactions the following day and I was like, wow. It was at least 12 to 15 <laughs> transactions. Wow. 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 So, um, but I was, was I was buying for my wife as well. And there weren't even numbers on the bill. It was just a, it was like two. <laughs> it was a big ass Mexican hat with two fucking. <laughs> <laughs> you had a good time, right? Right. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> After ten, it just said "whippa." <laughs> so, but yeah, it was a great, uh, great weekend. Um, we're actually going to celebrate our anniversary this weekend. We are uh, flying out to Denver uh, on Friday to just take in the sights. We're going to catch a Nuggets game, go to a microbrewery, go check out the mountains, and of course, indulge in some of Denver's most edible edibles. Yeah. At least I will. I don't know if she will. You're going to have a good time. Yeah. So looking forward to that. But other than that, I just want to uh, also say on Friday, I helped my cousin, who I mentioned maybe a week ago, who had was in the hospital for an extended stay, unfortunately, but she's out, she's back at home. So Kimberly, I'm glad you are on the men and I will see you soon. And on that note, that's my check-in folks. You've been listening to Leon and I'm done speaking. That's what's up, Al. Yo, um, Denver has really good food too. That's what I thought, but I talked to it someone who really just good. moved from Denver and he was like, well, Denver's not really known for uh food and then i said well what would you recommend this dude says taco bell when i tell you i wanted to reach through yeah. the computer and smack yeah. the shit out of him when he so, said you can't take any advice from that person right exactly, exactly. like why would you because, tell me taco bell? i mean listen if, if well w one thing i remember was the portions were huge and uh we ate at like some bar type eateries but the food was just really 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 good all right, well, if you remember one of the names, please tell me so we can... No, nah, I'm not going to remember the names. Oh, I was so okay. fucking high out of my mind. What are you kidding me? <laughs> so you can't take his advice either. Son. Exactly. He was high and he regular. gave you a lot and of he food. About, Yo, these portions are huge, B. <laughs> nah, son. Like, after the chocolate bar, 100 grand for that, I was good. Nah, but nah, no, no, real talk. The food was good. They do give you good portions. I don't remember it being 
crazy expensive to eat. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, Denver is not a uh, super duper expensive. It's just like New York, I guess. Uh, and it all depends on what you're going to do. So, you know, good, have a great time, man. Yeah, we're, we're staying downtown, which is going to be close to Ball Arena. Yeah. So um, I think a lot of things around it because uh, the court is a walking uh, distance. Yeah, yeah. Stadium is there, too. Mm-hmm. So, hey, man, it gets quiet. I mean, it's it gets quiet down there, too, man, around this time of the year. Like, it's as far as the atmosphere is real quiet. That's fine. I mean, we're not socializing with folks like that. So we're from New York. Yeah. You keep your country go lucky shit over there. Okay? Yeah, keep your business over there. We'll keep ours over there. Thank you very much. God bless you and good night. Decoding 40. What's good, Decoding 40 family? Thanks so much for listening to the show. But hey, don't keep it to yourself. Spread the word. Decoding 40. So what's up, Rick? What's up with you? Oh, man. Um, so today is Halloween. I took the kids uh, trick-or-treating over in our old neighborhood in Clinton Hill um, because it's right by their school. Mm -hmm. And they really go all out. Like, you know, they'll put up all the decorations outside the house and have the music going. And like, and I'm just talking about this, tons of houses. Monster mash. What were you you guys dressed up as? As PJ Mask characters, my daughter was Owlette and my son was Gecko. I have no idea what that means, but yeah. I yeah, yeah. Well, it, it was probably I, a precious. If if you've got uh, pre K to probably second grade, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. If not, then you know it's it's a, just nigga was speaking in code just now, <laughs> right? So he wasn't really talking to us. He was talking to the CIA agents on the other side of the taking messages from him. Yeah, when, when when you, I am up on all the kids shows. I know all the characters. Oh, I can shit. I can pretty much recite the the scripts word for word mm-hmm. now because they just watch the same shit over and over and over again yeah, but yeah they, okay. they did that and they, they they have the good candy i mean like some of these places were giving out full-size wow. snicker bars my fat ass would have loved that shit yeah <laughs> and then excuse me Trick or treat! I'm a big ass kid. I identify myself as a five year old on Halloween every year. You being disrespectful? I'm a trans toddler. (laughs) (laughs) A trans toddler, nigga. That's beautiful. Get out my face and give me candy. Give me (laughs) more candy. I'm a trans toddler. That's funny. No, they they had a they had a great time. My daughter ran into a little school friend of hers, and they they were just ripping and running down the streets, and and just they were getting every house. Like I remember that made it reminded me of like when we were like maybe ten, you know, going trick or treating, and like we had to hit every house. You had to collect as much candy as humanly possible. Like that was the goal: we collect more candy than <laughs> possibly. Yeah. Yeah, they got about five pounds of candy. Like I'm not playing. Say, like five pounds of candy. I heard a while saying that, that the average haul from a kid is about three and a half pounds of candy. Wow. So they've exceeded it. Five pounds. You you so, don't need all that candy. You send it over. No, here. my wife and I are probably gonna eat about two and a half pounds of it. No. Uh, wow. Then <laughs> then throw out left with the tussie rolls and the wax shit that nobody wants. <laughs> yeah, we're just gonna leave candy the candy corns. They're gonna hate Halloween after that. What is this? No, we th- there's no there's no there's no bobo candy in there. Mm. There's no bobo candy in it's there. Official like a whistle. There, and there was one there was one couple who 
had like a thermos full of mole wine for the parents and hot chocolate for the kids. Mm-mm. And they asked my kids, do they want hot chocolate? And they were like, yeah, we want hot chocolate. And I was like, oh, okay, I'll take the cups for you. And I walked around the corner. I threw that shit in the sewer. (laughs) They're not drinking that shit. First of all, my daughter is not drinking cow's milk. My son, he stopped drinking cow's milk now. Mm. But my daughter daughter doesn't drink cow's milk. So whatever is in that, I'm not, they're not drinking that shit. They, I threw that shit right in the sewer, and, and I almost was going to say to them, you know, like, don't bother to pour that because they're not going to drink it. But then I was like, that probably is ruder than walking around a corner and throw it in the sewer. I don't want your so, fentanyl chocolate, man. Fuck out of here. <laughs> is, that hot, is that hot fentanyl you giving me? Fuck out of here. Keep your shit. Uh, drug dealer. <laughs> My kids are allergic to fentanyl. Get out of here. It's not happening. <laughs> I threw that shit right in the sewer. Um, what else? Oh, last week, the wife and I did a little staycation in New York. We booked a room for two nights at the William Vale Hotel in Williamsburg. Nice. And Love so that. we weren't far from home. We were close enough. Maybe you were away. But oh, we were away, bro, because mm, we didn't have to do shit for two days. Like, that nice. is an amazing feeling. Like, I didn't look at my laptop. I didn't check my email. We just laid there doing nothing for two days. Amazing. That's what's up. What? Did you guys go eat at the uh Yeah, at uh Westlight. Westlight. We didn't we didn't eat there, but we had we had drinks. We had drinks okay. at the Westlight. Um, but we went to this uh restaurant called Birds of a Feather. And it's an Asian restaurant, a Chinese, I think it is. Um, mm-hmm. but it's very modern. The food was Excellent, 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 excellent. I highly recommend that place. It's a really, really good um, Chinese restaurant. But it's not like um, corner store takeout, hot sauce and, and you know, four wings and hot sauce, pork fried rice. Is it, uh, I feel like it's, it's uh, but it's not authentic because I think it's it's modernized. A lot of the, the, the dishes are modernized, but it was really good. What else is going on? So I took an old man's bill the other day coming out of a coffee shop. (laughs) Help me, I fall in my hip. So we we were were at my we were at my daughter's school they on Saturday. They had a um they call it Fright Fest, whatever. It was like a little carnival thing they were having for Halloween in the schoolyard and I told my wife, Oh, you know, I'm going to go across the street, get a coffee. I go in the coffee shop. It's, it's actually the, 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 the ground level of a, of a brownstone. So it's sort of like down three steps. I go in and get my coffee and I'm coming out and I had been having some trouble with my right knee. Like it's, it's just felt really tight, not painful, but it, it just feels like you don't have full mobility of your knee. Like arthritis. And as I'm coming out of... <laughs> That's called arthritis. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even want to say it. Say it. It's, 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 it's something... It's, old it's, it's, when you're, it's when you have an arthritic type of situation. It's not arthritis. It's arthritic. <laughs> it's arthritic light. <laughs> That's why I call it the old man fall. Because the step was a little higher than like a normal step. 
centimeters, but <laughs> just enough centimeters that your foot didn't get, I, my foot didn't get all the way up on the step and <laughs> I face planted. At what point but did you realize? I, I'm going down. <laughs> I'm going down. There was no time to even save myself, to play it wow. off or, or try to take another step. Or There was just no time for that. It was just the first step. <laughs> so you just committed. It's only two steps. It's only two steps going up. Hold up. Hold up. So In the you first bust, one. So did you like put your hands down to stop from yes falling oh okay oh, so yeah because I, I had my I, I had my coffee in one hand oh. and my phone in the other hand so what spilled so both the the well the phone spilled really because that shit got smashed but my coffee was fine like i landed my coffee was like it's like i flipped you know when they flip flip the the water bottle i yeah. flipped the coffee and there it was. It was like I was tasting it up and I drank it. But the worst part was that they have this little courtyard with some tables and chairs. And it was a warm, beautiful day. So, of course, everybody's sitting outside drinking coffee. So it's like six people outside. They're like, oh, my sir, God. Are you, are you okay, okay, sir? Sir? Are you okay? Wait, talk aloud to you? Get your hands off me. And two, it's like two. You, <laughs> These two younger women came over <laughs> to help me up. And I was like, oh Mr. You okay? God, am I 80? <laughs> help him. Am Hold I on, 80? balls. <laughs> <laughs> sir. <laughs> he said they call you, did they say sir? They call you mister. They, they hey, mister. mister. Mister, you okay? Nah, I don't even know. I don't know. Maybe they, they did. Slow, sir. I have no idea. <laughs> Slid out. At this point, I'm just trying to get to my feet fast enough so I can get the fuck out of there. Because <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just don't want to be seen by these people anymore. Oh, like I just God. fucking embarrass myself. Whew. The worst, it, no, it could have been worse. It could have been worse. I could have flipped <laughs> that coffee onto myself and like mm. spilled it on myself. Get then, then that would have been the ultimate. No, to be clear, it could have been a lot worse. You could have, it could have passed out somehow hit your head yeah. and woke right. up with someone You're right. like over <laughs> Are you okay, sir? Are you okay? Yeah. He's What's coming too. Name? What's your name? <laughs> How many fingers am I holding up, sir? Oh, that would have been fucking horrible. Because <laughs> at that point, so you know no. somebody's pulling out a camera. <laughs> um, so the, the only casualty in this was uh, by phone, which got smashed. And I and I I usually am very good with phones. Like I'll keep them till till the end of their life and I'll and I'll just transfer to a new phone. But this one was uh it was gone. It was a goner. It was fucked up. It was f completely fucked. I could only use half of the screen. So I could see half of my text. I could read the text, but answering you is a problem. It took like mm. five minutes just to type one text. So I had to order a phone. And what I did was I was looking up the best phone that still has a headphone jack. And after going through a couple of different websites or whatever, the consensus was the best phone with a headphone jack was either the old phone that I had or the Google Pixel 5. But the Google Pixel 5 has a better camera. So 
this is my experiment. So now I've got a, I, I got a Google phone. I mean, they were watching me already. So I now mean, they can hear me and watch me. The fact that you're still avoiding an Apple phone at this point is a little crazy. Why? You don't know. You, see, Apple people don't even know how limited they are because they live really? in their own little bubble. So everything outside, there's so much outside that bubble. You, you guys don't even know. Uh, all right. Join I mean, you know, I don't advocate for either one, but it just seems like you're doing a lot. Join the Apple clan. When's the last time? When's the last time Apple made a phone with a headphone jack? It doesn't matter because it's Apple. Yeah. Why do you need a headphone jack? Is the question? Because the first thought is my mind. Did you? Was that your actual search? Yeah. I want one with the rotary on it. Do you have a phone that has a rotary, sir? Want a rotary cell phone? Don't you have wireless phones? I mean, headphones. I do. But here's why I want a headphone jack. Because when I travel, at times your headphones die and then you're sort of you're shit out of luck. You can't use your headphones. Well, how long are you traveling? So if I'm staying in a hotel, right, mm-hmm. and I use my headphones while I'm on my laptop, right? Okay. I charge them up or they don't charge fully. I get on a plane halfway through. Oh, well, there's your problem. You're not. Well, you got, you, you got to use your speaker when you're in the hotel then. Yeah, you have it's happening. Then, or, or let's say Wait, I'm using. Hold on, you said that or, so dramatically. Like they may die. <laughs> they may die. The Hell. last thing I want to do is hear the people around me talking, chewing, eating. What I don't want to hear them. Breathe. That's why I got noise canceling headphones. I don't. I don't want to hear you. I don't want to. I don't want to even know that you're there. I want to be in my own little bubble. Or if I'm using my headphones wirelessly all day on my computer. And then I got to jump on the train. And I got to go meet you guys. Right. If my phone, my headphones, it might be down to 20% and by, I don't get there in time. I can just plug in my headphones right to my phone. And there's no worries. Okay. That's a, that's a got to go. Okay. You got it. That that's why I want to keep. And if I can still get a high quality phone, with a headphone jack, why not get it and pay less for it? I spent 400, 400 bucks on this phone. Wow. All in. No other, nothing else. I'm done. That's pretty good. The phone's are fucking t- uh, $1,200. Yeah, I could take a $400 phone over a $12 phone any day. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's it. Now I'm, now I'm in Google phone mode. It's, it's weird. It's an Android phone, but it doesn't function like Samsung phones. So like motions and how you move screens and it's, it's different. And uh, it's, it's going to take some getting used to. Now you got to learn how to speak a whole new phone language. Well, it's, it's still Android based, but it's just different. You swipe different, you motion different to get to your apps is different. Uh, it's going to take some getting used to it. So there's a learning curve here. But um, overall, I'm happy. I took some photos of the kids trick-or-treating, and the, the photos are pretty dope. The photos are pretty good. So that's really why I got it, because the phone, I mean, the, the camera uh, apparently is supposed to be uh, the best. Nice. Speaking of photos, um, I forgot to give this man a proper shout-out. Obviously, we've hung out. We do the show. But this dude is an incredible photographer. Like, I've seen his work, but just to watch him in action on Saturday was a really good treat for me. So, who, um, me? 
(laughs) (laughs) Definitely want to give this man his flowers. Um, And speaking of giving, if you could give us those pictures that you took of me and my wife, that would be Thank you, bro. I'm going to send them tonight. Oh, well, thank you. I'm going to send them tonight. Yeah, he I he take the pictures. You know what I'm saying? He I you know what I'm saying? He he do his things. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he I Yeah, no, he, he's he's pretty dope. It's, it's, I mean, it's just dope to see your friends in the element and to do that thing. Yeah, thank you, bro. I appreciate that, man. What's good, people? This is Alaric. If you like the show, then make sure you subscribe to Decoding Forty on IG, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, Twitter, Tumblr, Reddit. Um, Tumblr. Did I say Tumblr? Fluor. That's new. It's brand new. Just came out. Fluke. Etsy. Pinterest. Friendster. Hamster. Ex-hamster. Oh, wait. That's my private account. Don't follow that. My check-in is going to be real, real short. You know, I just came back jet skiing uh, with Elon Musk the other week. He was wonderful. Uh, I said to Elon, I said, you know, that Twitter deal is going to be crazy. You're going to let Trump back on? He says, don't worry, we will. I said, hey, it's not a good idea. Um, anyway, didn't have too much things going on. We are celebrating Halloween today. And my speaking of uh, Halloween, my daughter went to her first, I want to say, I guess, big kids Halloween party. She was there. Her girlfriends were there. Her little boyfriend was there. She had a good time. And, you know, it was uh, she's been, you know, doing her chores and getting her points and all that stuff. But uh, she tried to pull the wool over her eyes in a situation and um, try to be sneaky. Mm. And we caught her in the sneak. Well, I Mm. should. Well, she wanted to spend the night with her friends. Right. Her little homegirls. But forgot to tell me or wasn't telling us that her little boyfriend was going to be spending the night over there, too. What? No. Yeah. So, wow, this was her girlfriend's house, but the girlfriend and her boy, like the girlfriend and her, and her boyfriend are friends, like family friends or some shit like that. Some, some, it, it look, look, we didn't know, but she was like, can I spend the night, please, please, please. And we was like, no, you can't spend the night. You already went to the party. You can bring your ass home. You need to spend the night. So, no, because then we automatically went into how we were at 15 and was like, wait a minute, that sounds like some bullshit, first of all. Second of all, right. <laughs> it sounds like you're not going to be spending the night and, and holding hands and canoodling with your boyfriend until 3, 4 in the fucking morning. We're not doing that. Even if dude wasn't going to be there, where do you think he's going to be? He's going to be where the fuck she at. Right. So Correct. So she never said anything until the next day we were having a conversation and she fucking stepped on her own landmine because she goes, she says, Dad, let me ask you a question. If like you were out with your friends, right? And like mom wanted to go and spend a night and there were like three other guys there. Would you be upset? It was like some some shit like that. I said, whoa. <laughs> if mom what? wanted to go out and spend a night with three other guys, what the fuck? <laughs> Wait a minute. No, 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 no. It was it was some type of like <laughs> if she no, no, no. She were she said. If first thing she said was, if you were 15 again, oh, okay, and you and mom oh. were dating, would right. you be upset if mom wanted to go spend the night? But you know, there would there be another guy there or something like that? Would you be upset about that? I was like, yeah, I'd be upset at that if I was dating my, your mother and that was the situation. Oh, I think I know where she's going with this. Keep going. And she stepped on her own. I said, well, why are you saying that like that? I said, was he going to be over there? And then I heard the click from the landmine. 
And then all of a sudden there was debris everywhere, body parts <laughs> everywhere. And I was like, so you didn't tell us that he was going to be over there. You neglected to tell us. You said that it was going to be you and your little girlfriends. That's that well, 15 yeah. Now, what she's saying, though, that she was going or she wanted to go because she didn't want her boyfriend alone with these other girls. But the thing That's is, smart. is that I mean, the, no, but the thing is, is that she neglected to tell me that her boyfriend was going to be there from the jump. Right. In my mind, I'm thinking like she don't give a fuck about I, I don't give a fuck about these other girls. I'm thinking about the fact that you're in a, in close proximity with this boy all night. I don't need you sleeping in the same room with this nigga. Like, no. that's not even that's not appropriate to me. It's not an episode of Gilmore fucking girls, my nigga. This is not. This is not. You're not having. You're not canoodling, and in, in, in with wearing fall jackets. That's not happening. <laughs> fuck out of here with that bullshit. <laughs> you know what the fuck? I was, it's not LLB catalog, nigga. You're not drinking cocoa. It's not going down. <laughs> so, you know, we we had to talk, and then, like I had to like, I almost went like, what the fuck are you talking like? You know what I'm saying? And she told me I I, I kind of like I got upset, but it didn't happen. So I was like, you got to understand that now every time you want to do something, we're going to be looking at you sideways because you was about to do some shit. You know, you were supposed to do. You know what I mean? Right. And I'm not thinking. And, and, and then she tried to play me. She tried to say some shit to me. She's like, it's not like anything was going to happen. And then I hit it with the dose of reality. And, you know, you might question my parenting or you might think it's crass or whatever. Oh. I don't give a f- I, I love this fuck. setup, but I don't give oh, a fuck. Let's go. But I don't give a fuck. Okay, nigga, I got, I got what? I got twenty six years in the parent game. Okay, not the perfect parent. I'm not saying I am, but I told her straight up. I said, I said, child, stop acting like you know, like I don't know that you know what the fuck you know. I said, you guys are on the internet. I know you know, so stop playing like you guys don't know what goes down at slumber parties. You guys are you you guys watch TV shows that show all types of inappropriate shit amongst teenagers. So don't yeah. tell me like you don't yeah. know what the fuck goes down. So stop it with the bullshit, okay? I said the boy got a dick, right? I said he has a penis. <laughs> and you have a vagina and you have hormones yep. and you're 15 and I know how it feels to be 15. And with the a end, vagina. It, Yes, and, 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 no, not with a vagina. <laughs> with a strong cat, right? I <laughs> got him. Got, got him. Uh, <laughs> Brain was like, "Wait, no, wait, got him." <laughs> wait a minute, you tricked me. But no, but um, yeah. So I was like, "Come on, so stop it." Like, let's not. This is not like again. This is not Gilmore Girls. This is not fucking Dawson's Creek. Stop with the bullshit, okay? So. You know, after we we that conversation was said and done, you know, I was talking to my wife today. I was like, you know what she, you know what she was going to do. And my wife goes, you know what? It's probably a good thing that I think my wife was she was doing something. She was either upstairs uh, taking care of something or cleaning something or doing something, but she wasn't in the conversation. <laughs> She's like, you mm. you better be glad I wasn't there for that conversation because I don't know what I would have done mm. if I would have heard that. And I was like, you know, I wasn't up. I was upset that she was trying to be sneaky, but I'm glad that our parent fucking uh, what she would call it. I guess you call it our Radar. spidey senses mm-hmm. fucking kicked in because he's like, nah, hold up a second. This is like so, you know, shout out to my wife because she says something funny as fuck. And she goes, see, 
these kids, they they think they know everything, but they stupid. She should have secured the sleepover before she went to the fucking party. Mm. She should have secured the sleepover, right. went to the party. We wouldn't have known about the party, and she would have got away with right. it. Mm. But she's too right. fucking stupid to realize <laughs> how the game is played. Uh, hey, but- that was her January 6th. Next time, she'll be smarter. <laughs> 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 but we got to be now we got to be two steps ahead of the game. Absolutely. Right? That's because, what parenting is. And that has, that, that this was my, my first encounter with her as a teenager and the happenings and the, and the, on the, you know, begging and please, 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 and please. And was like, yo, what the fuck is going like? It's, 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 it's too much, but the point system is going well. She's been doing what she needs to do to get her points. And she's been getting her little allowance and doing her thing. And she's, you know, doing, doing, you know, going to school like Friday. She went out. She's uh, she's doing really good. She's playing bass in this band in school. And she did like three little uh, sets, three songs with these with these like other bands. And she's really having a good time with her bass thing, being her artistic self. And, uh, you know, I want her to do all that. But you're not going to pull the wool over dad and mom's eyes with the bullshit. You know, we're not falling for the banana in the tailpipe. You know, we're, tr- we're we're smarter than that. You know, they, they they literally think we haven't been there. They don't think we were. No. We've never been to high school. No, no. Right. They don't think we've had these experiences. Matter of fact, they 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 the way they think is that I met your mom. We had sex one time to have you, <laughs> and you were born in this immaculate conception type of situation and you know no they like we never lived life and i looked at her so i just looked at her said so come on stop it I said, come on i mean but we were guilty stop. of the same naivete of course for sure of course and we had parents that checked us a little differently than we did yeah for sure or we check you know but um i don't know man that that that, that was the that was the highlight of my week uh Again, it's Halloween. Uh, it was kind of quiet today. I didn't, you know, um, didn't see any trick-or-treaters. And we had like a bag of candy. My wife bought some candy just in case. And we don't, I mean, I don't see that many trick-or-treaters on my block anyway, uh, just because my block's kind of quiet. We don't have any kids on it. So it was quiet today, man. And, uh, you know, two more, like I said earlier, two more days to the birthday, man. And that's that's basically it. Oh, shout out to uh, Brother Domain. He's back in town. Uh, so he, he'll probably come out with us on uh, Wednesday and hang out with us. A.K.A. the worst spades partner ever. <laughs> A.K.A. Mr. Beyond <laughs> Burger. <laughs> Roger. <laughs> the Beyond Burger Snatcher. No, um, yeah. No, my, yeah my look forward to that. <laughs> That's right. Gotham. He violated both of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 He's a violator. Yeah. He's a violator. He's a habitual line step. He's a he's a line step. step. (laughs) (laughs) The guards in the building, so he'll you know he'll come out with us on uh, on Wednesday to have a have a drink with us. Nice. Any any the, and that's basically it for my check in, man. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is your boy L dot O dot, and wanted to invite you to give us a call at 619-940-4040. Just give us a shout out, give us a call, and let us know how you hate the show, how you love the show, or how you're indifferent to the show. Either way, we would love to hear from you. Just give us a call. This is Decoding 40. So uh we would I was just talking about uh my parenting situation and, and you know how these kids today test us 
And uh, I was on uh, the TikTok, uh, you know, these youngsters are on, and it was a video of this white woman, and she's, you know, uh, you know, looks like your suburban white woman, and she's going, she's questioning what should she do because uh, someone's bullying her child. And then it's a duet video, and the next scene is a, uh, a little girl saying, well, my dad basically taught me uh, pick up a stick and pop him in the mouth to that effect. And then the guy kind of has like the deadpan look or whatever. And it got me to thinking about how there's different parenting. I think generational, I'd ra- I think I want to take it from a generational standpoint. I think how our parents parented us and how we parent our kids and what's the difference. And they, I, do you think there's things that they did better than we did or did they drop the ball in certain situations? I mean, what do you guys think? Well, my parents gave me a lot of good ingredients to begin with, like a foundation, a base. But then there's other stuff that I can't carry over into how I deal with my kids. Like, I don't I don't really spank them. I don't. Kids should be seen and not heard. It's not I'm the parent. You don't have a say. It can't it can't be that like I'm I'm dealing with them a little bit differently. Like they have to know that I'm the authority figure. I'm the the I'm the head of the, this household, but at the same time, they are they are they're they're human beings, and they have to be they have to be you. I'm gonna have to give them the same respect that I want them to give other people. Like that has to be the example. It can't be because my my parents was it was more like do as I say, not as I do, mm-hmm. and that doesn't fly because we, we all know that no matter what, we still follow the example that we see it's not just what you say you know what i mean so I, that's the type of stuff that i want to i want to leave that behind i want them to know and and somebody said to to me once um i think it was at my daughter's previous school previous school and he said if you want your child to have a voice in the world you have to give them a voice at home first and and i think that that is i, I think it's profound and it's contradictory to how I was raised. It's funny. I was just joking with my aunt uh, when I saw her last week. And for some reason, the uh, concept of gentle parenting came up. And uh, she and my cousin asked me if me and my wife are using gentle parenting in rearing our kids. And I said, well, compared to how I was raised, I guess they would <laughs> label this as gentle parenting. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know if we necessarily subscribe to that, but I do think there what is, is um, utilizing uh, more of um, the Mr. Rogers voice. So, yes, softer tones, uh, sitting in hey, corners. Timmy, don't do that, Timmy. Yeah, exactly. Time. Just, you know, out. being. Um, don't do that. How I would describe over. I've seen how that works out. Yeah, but overly. I've seen those um, kids no more. Oh, some of those kids come from what? You, you, I see you those kids on Maury and they're like, shut up, motherfucker. Yeah, exactly. I do what I want. But overly sensitive to not hurting your uh, kids' feelings, um, mm. which I don't know if I subscribe to. And that's maybe not, maybe that's just what I'm seeing and I'm gleaning from that. But one of the things that my wife and I really try to impress upon our kids is that they have to be advocates for themselves. And we're trying to always empower them to use their voice 
and protect themselves as they operate in in the world. And I think without consciously having that sort of terminology that you use, if you want them to have a voice in the world, you have to, have to first have a voice at home, is, is sort of where we are, where even when they're frustrated, it's sort of like, and even when we're frustrated, mm. try to listen to what it is that they are trying to say. Yeah. And if it's stupid as hell, then it's just stupid as hell and maybe call them out on it. But the the fact is they have to be able to have space to express themselves, right. even when you don't want to hear it necessarily. I don't I don't think we do our kids any favors by um, by not telling them the truth sometimes. If the shit is garbage or if the shit is you could do better than that or whatever. And I'm not and I and, and I I know it's it's crass the way it's coming out of my mouth of course i'm not saying that your shit is garbage i'm saying there's a way you're doing it constructively what i'm saying is <laughs> hey man i need this for you shit is garbage, shit is is garbage. Is shit is garbage come on this is get not like i'm not smoking get this shit out of my get face and get me a real daddy. gift that get actually reminds me of um kim Kardashian's mom uh this is the story that was floating that uh she told kim you could do better when it came to that sex tape <laughs> so mm. wow. she's right though <laughs> <laughs> Who told you how to cut She's not wrong. Just being brutally honest. Just being brutally honest. But uh, so that that truth is acceptable. Okay, I got it. But no, what I, sometimes you have to like let them know what's up. Just because the world is not that nice, and your children have to be prepared for everything. And I think that the danger in um sometimes not setting your child straight is them becoming assholes mm -hmm. and them not being able to accept losses and deal with that and, and process losses and how things really work in the world. Mm -hmm. This whole sixth, seventh place for, a, you know, a participation trophies and things like that. I think that's the extreme of it's the antithesis of the baby boomers guide to parenting. Mm -hmm. which was shut the fuck up, get me a beer. I'm smoking cigarettes in the car, car seat, what nigga? Like all of that, that whole situation that was baby booming. <laughs> Wait, what? Car seat, what? Like there was no car seats back then. Oh, oh okay, gotcha. You know, like they barely think put about the seatbelts on. Son, when we, were, back, if we were, when we were five, four or five years old, we didn't have a car seat or a booster seat, nigga. You was in the back seat. And, and, and the most and, that was sit down. Yes. Sit mm -hmm. your Sit ass down. down. I mean, Maybe. yeah, this is also the generation that used to put kids in the, the trunk of a station wagon. Yes. So <laughs> facing good facing, luck with that. Facing towards oncoming traffic. Exactly. So you'd be the first kid to see your demise. No trauma with that. Yeah. <laughs> Legs crushed. Um I, I I think it's a delicate balance because yes. the thing is like you don't want to break your kid's spirit by being so brutally honest that it actually they take it as 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 just criticism and you but you have to build up their self-esteem because i feel like that's the best way for them to face the world to know that they are worthy they are the best everything in this world is they deserve to have but you know do you can't create a you may not create a kobe that way but you might create a better human being that way you know what I mean? Like they're not going to, they may not be the best basketball players in the world, but they might be the best person in the world. Like, 
Well, that's great. people that you that you love and want to be around. Like <laughs> you want to build up their esteem so that nothing can knock them down, right? Yeah. But he said, yeah, that's great. But but, but. To, but to quote uh, the late great David Arnold comedian, uh, I was saw him saw him in the, uh, glanced at a picture of him the other day. Uh, gone too soon. Anyway, um, he talks in his in his comedy special, Fat Ballerina. He's like, well, sometimes. You got to tell that little fat ballerina that they can't dance. Like, they're not going to be able to do it. Like, you're, I know that you want to be the next ballerina. Mm-hmm. And I'm here for you. But you got to stop eating them snacks. Because you're getting fat. You can't, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think that this, like, again, we, we have to be real with our children. Now, another thing we were talking about it earlier. That's a harsh way to say it. But yeah, that, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying that. I'm just, no, I'm just saying, like, I understand what you're saying, but it's, I think, framing it where you have to get your child to understand that there's a sacrifice to certain things that you might want to achieve. Yeah. Yeah. So if you want to be a ballerina, then these are the other Movies. things that you have to do in order to get you to a higher level. You got to stop eating candy. Eating? Candy. No, candy. but I mean, no, I mean, you're talking about a child dance, just dance. You like dancing? Go ahead and dance. Dance your little heart out. Why not? It's not hurting anybody. How how much money are you willing to spend on that? <laughs> how much how much how much is your child's happiness worth? That's that's why you spend all the money you spend on your children. For the record, Vin is calculating in his mind right now. Okay, so first of all, I'm gonna preface this by saying so, so do you whiskey. Do you do you send your do you send your child to to dance class because you think she's gonna be a prima ballerina or you just no. want to have this life experience? Of, of right. course, and I've so done it all. Matter what she I've, look like. I've done all of that. That's what I'm saying, children. But you're asking me how much money am I willing to put into it? As much as it requires for her to be happy. Okay. I mean, oh. why? Uh, <laughs> I think, I Yo, think your ad libs are killing the idea, me. The idea that any, <laughs> the idea that any of these kids are going to be prima ballerinas is is so far out there. It's 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 more it's it's more rare than NBA players. Her girlfriends are doing a ballerina class. Mm-hmm. She really wants to go. Yep. Classes are five grand for six weeks. Yeah. What are you are you are you paying the five grand for the six week class? Was I paying it if she was skinny? No. So I'm not talk, I'm not, I'm, no, 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 no. I'm not, I'm past the whole weight thing. I'm t- I'm past the fat ballerina thing. I'm well, about well now we're general. talking about now we're talking about five grand. Hey, she wants to be happy. I got two kids, man. Being a ballerina, I hey. have two children. Yes, and, two and, children and that's one of part. But that, but and it's I understand that, and I understand that, and it's that, and that factors into your decision and how you parent. All that factors into it. Cause there's this le- there's a level you want your kids to be had. Listen, I trust me, I know. I've paid for shit and be like, why am I paying for this? But I'm gonna pay for it anyway because this is what the child wants to do to try it out to see if she likes it. Right. If she likes it, then we'll figure out a way, we'll navigate it. And you know, one of her things was swimming. And mm-hmm. luckily, swimming is not a super duper expensive thing to get into, but she did it till she's now she's she's a junior lifeguard qualifications to do it. So, you know. That was something that she wanted to do. And like I said, luckily it wasn't super expensive. But you have to, as a parent, look at your child and said, I don't know if I can spend the five grand on whatever these 
this kid wants to do because there are budgetary issues. There's, I can do a lot more with that five grand and not just for myself, but for the household child's food or whatever expenses. And I've seen the kid dance. I love my baby, but five grand is kind of steep. If you have it, that's one thing, but everybody has a limit. People are not paying certain dollar amounts so the kid can jump around. I I think in terms, it's not just the, the capital resource, but also your network and there's other things and there's other programs that if you really believe that your kid is into this and they have a potential to, you know, excel, you're going to find ways to get them to Mm -hmm. to continue to participate, whatever program or activity. But I think, yeah, you're right. That is the balance. And in terms of parenting, we have to figure out how do we support their dreams and then also get them to take ownership of what it is that they want to do. Mm -hmm. And that's the biggest thing that, we yes. have been trying to uh, preach as well is yes, you want to do this. That's fine. And Personal we're going to match your effort and we're probably going to exceed your effort, but you have to, you know, raise the bar for yourself right. and, and say that this is something that I want to do. And here are the things that I'm willing to do to show you and show anyone exactly that I'm committed to whatever this is. Yeah. Before That's- I sign my name on that line, that check, you got to tell me, you know, do you really want to do this? Because a lot of times, you know, and and as and as your children get older, you're going to see that media type of influence of what they want to do based on what their friend might what it, what they think is cool. And you got to say, well, I'm not. How bad do you really want to do this? Like, what are you talking about? This is, you know, you just want to do this because your friend's doing this, or you really want to do this? You have an interest in doing it. So yeah, I mean, the first class can't be. You can't just come to me with first time like, oh, I want to take a five thousand dollar class. <laughs> like, <laughs> there's got to be something on a smaller scale. There's levels to this. Hey, YMCA, and you've never danced before. Like, no, that's uh, yeah, we're gonna ease into this thing. We're right. gonna see <laughs> how you really do. You really like it? Yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah. No, I don't no, know. No. My parents had a, a similar approach because I, I when I was growing up, I took music lessons and. Piano, trumpet, trombone, clarinet, recorder, guitar, drums. And at some point, uh, drums is probably the thing that I, I participated in the longest. They were like, if we don't see you practice, no, you can't have drums. Mm. But I don't want to play the practice pad. I want to play drums. So I refuse to play. I refuse to practice. So like Leon was saying, like, I didn't participate in the thing that I said that I wanted to do. Like, if I just practiced, probably by the next Christmas, I would have got a a drum set and I would have been I'd have been the next Ringo star. Who knows? Man, we could be fucking on rock and roll tour right now. Right. Right now. God damn it, Rick. But, you know, I didn't see that practice pad. I could have been Questlove before Questlove. Mm. Oh, shit. Look at this. But, you know, you but I, yeah, I, 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 yeah, I do. I do feel like it's a delicate balance with, with these kids. And like, we can't, we definitely can't parent the way our parents parented, but they did their best, right? Like they were working with what they were given and they definitely were parenting us better than their parents did. You know, um, I, I think that we, you know, we, throughout this conversation, one of the the main uh, emphasis have been balance and we we kind of have to bring a little of that old school into the new school and make some sort of stew and hopefully not kill our children in the process of feeding them right. that stew whatever that is right so i just think that our parents had a very hands-off approach 
to parenting in a lot of senses. Like we were allowed to do a lot more. We had a lot more freedom to go out and, and just kind of run around the world, right. the world according to our uh, environment. Right. Uh, we don't we don't give the same graces uh, to our children. Uh, I, I know now I'm starting to do that because now my youngest is, you know, 15 going on 16. She's you know, she's about to take her permit test and, and all this other stuff. So she's out there now. She's learning how to use the light rail and the buses and everything else to get around. So she is becoming more independent. But. The stuff that she's doing now at 15, we did it a lot younger just because it was a necessity for us, I guess. And right. our parents was just like, just come home with all your limbs and your eyes and shit. And, you know, <laughs> you know <laughs> right. luckily, you know, good thing you didn't get abducted and you didn't get abducted by a puppy van or you get, mm. you get, so you get your fucking penis touched by the, the guy at the candy store. <laughs> you know, you survived. <laughs> Now walk it off, nigga. You know, and if it mm. and if it happened, walk it off. That was the you know right. that type of thinking mm. of you know what what are you crying about? So and we we have we absorbed all of that growing up, and now we become these parents who don't want to give don't we don't want our children to experience all of that. But it kind of again you got to take a little bit of that because mm. it toughens our kids up and make it it, it create you got to understand that. The world that they live in, their perspective of the world is through a six inch or eighteen inch or forty inch screen. And what that what they what they ingest, of course, we are involved in parenting and but they also have the outside world from us and what they are involved in and what their fucking peers do, just like we did. Mm-hmm. And that whole being too nice shit. That don't work in the real fucking world because there's 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 wolves out there. They, and and we you all we also gotta think bigger than just America worldwide. Like there's wolves in the world. We, you know, America is soft compared to the rest of the world and how and how we parent our children. The the rest of the world is they're raising killers and we're sitting over here, you know, you know, hugging our children to the point of like you we're creating pussies. Like we we've yeah, like but I, we've I, gone I, to I'm the extreme not- of pussification, like yo. I'm not interested in raising killers. I don't want I don't want my children to be killers. I don't want them to be in the position where they have to act in that way. I'm not I, saying they have to act that way. They have to be prepared for what's for what the world is going to be like. And I think we do a disservice by, you know, inf- uh, infantilizing our children. Like, come on, man. Like we, we this whole baby shit is like it, it has to get to a point where we have to give them reality. I'm not saying be as harsh as maybe our parents were, but they gotta they gotta understand what the real is. I, I hear what you're saying. The the challenge I have with that is, and this is something that I had to contend with. My reality of New York City is far different than my son's reality of New York City. And I was really kind of not New York right now. It's, it's no, I mean, back still, to what I mean. <laughs> no, you think about New York in the '80s mm. and what we're dealing with. It's still pales in comparison to how crazy and how rough True that. it was um like they're not dealing with kids with razors in their mouth going to school mm-hmm. just so mm-hmm. they can slice you up <laughs> during in between periods give me a leap patch bitch yeah it, it's 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 very different and i had to kind of recondition my mind and thinking to understand that that i can't raise kids the way that my mother raised kids uh or raised her kids um, as three kid black kids growing up in the projects in Brooklyn, 
first of all, their experience is not even the same. They've no. they've now traveled the world. They've now seen different cultures. Uh, they've in real like, life, like Dave Chappelle said, <laughs> "My kids eating duck." <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. And, yeah, we're not training them for survival. Yeah. <laughs> right. We're trying to get them to thrive and and to be out right. in this world and live. Um, and that and you're right. And that's where our framework was from a survival standpoint. Because I think the worst thing that we were telling or that adults were telling kids is that it's likely that you won't see 21. Right. That is a hell of a thing to put on a kid's head. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. That's why 21 and 25 is such a big celebration when it comes to us. But, you know, but if you're if that is getting fed into you, how are you able to really find your full potential when there, there's this hook on you that says you might not make it past 21? If you well, if you really believe that you're going to do whatever now. Or you're going to limit because it doesn't matter your your imagination past that. Right. But this, but they're still doing that now. Then it's even worse now. Well, if somebody says that to my kid, I not I'm I'm not talking about you, and I'm not talking about us as parents because we, we're having a small conversation in in within our unit. I'm talking about just like the general population out there. When you look at you look at Shy Town, those places where these kids are killing each other. I like it's I, I can't I can't speak about how those kids are being parented and what they're learning and what they understand about themselves. But I know I'm very intentioned about what I'm showing my kids, what I'm teaching them or what they know about themselves. Cause I'm, I'm trying to send them into the world knowing that they have value. A lot of the kids who are in the streets like that, that are killing one another, they don't see their own value. They don't see the value of the next person. Now I can't, that doesn't mean that, that's going to protect them from any harm coming to them because anything can happen in this world, anything can happen in this city, but you give them, you give them the best that you can, you give them the best equipment to tackle this world. Yeah. I think it's, like I said, it's a little, it's a parenting is a cocktail of what you experienced growing up versus what society deems acceptable at that particular time. Hmm. So we're stuck with what we know and we what we learn as a you know versus what is acceptable, what people think is okay, and I think we have to kind of take that recipe and we got to mix a nice concoction to raise our children and keep them alive, and keep them smart, and keep them aware, keep them self aware, not to be being self aware and 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 being positive, great, you know what I mean, but also be aware of how you show up in the in the world and you don't want to cause anybody harm or discomfort or anything like that right. so it's 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 all those things right and it's also checking them when you know they they show up and they're assholes mm -hmm. because they sh you know kids develop you know people develop into their own persons and when they're at a certain age they're cute and they're huggable and and they 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 worship the ground that you walk on and then all of a sudden they turn into, you know, monsters sometimes. And, you know, 99% of the time, you know, my youngest is, is the greatest kid. She's a smart, beautiful, intelligent child. But when they have their agenda and they want what they want, they're going to do what they're going to do, just like we did. And we have to be aware of that. And we have to match that shit with the same type of fervor they're coming at us with it. You know, and I think, you know, a lot of times it's like you, Sometimes you got to kind of like 
Gotta gotta show that little thug a little bit. Just let him know, like, listen, you're not gonna get over on me. I mean, that's just my my perspective. I don't know. The opinions of Vincent do not necessarily represent the opinions <laughs> of the <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Listen, I mean, I, I like I said, I know I'm not perfect. I'm not the perfect parent. I've done the best I can. There's um, no such thing as the perfect parent. Yeah, exactly. You know, the only thing you the, can do is do your do your do your best. That's that exactly. Do the best you can and and hope that they grow up to be, you know, productive people that are not serial killers and they're not storing people in their refrigerators. You know what I mean? To Cody Forty, the hilarious Cody Podcast. Come join Vinny, Alaric, and Leon as we give you a glimpse into what men really think and drink. This podcast is not for the faint of heart, but it's guaranteed to have you in stitches. This is a trigger warning. If you're sensitive about anything, you've been warned, bitch-ass niggers. Okay, there you go. Decoding 40. So it's Halloween time again. And uh, as usual, the uh, leading story this year happens to be fentanyl is in apparently being uh, shipped in uh, Skittle bags and things of that nature. And we grew up. I remember growing up, always hearing about, you know, raisins and apples and shit. And it seems like we have uh, another fear-mongering tactic. I don't know what you guys think about that. Uh, I don't think anyone's ever eaten a razor blade infested apple. I've not seen that news story. Like, has right. anybody even Hold found up. a razor in an I apple? Wanna, they never interviewed that kid. <laughs> Only kid I bring you an apple and cut my mouth up. And now it's full of razor cuts. Exactly. I just That's found this article that talked about what they describe as Halloween sadism. Um, okay. And there was an extensive study on this. Um, and essentially, no crime has ever been reported that suggested this, that this ever. is all legend and, and, and folklore. Myth and folklore. What, did they, what did they attribute it? Did it attribute it to Satanists? Is, is, is that who's out there? I, I heard that. The same article you read, I think I was... Michael Myers, uh, not Michael Myers. Um, what's the <laughs> what's the guy the 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 gentleman who does Michael the Myers um, is a journalist now? No, not not Michael. Myers. <laughs> the guy that does the uh, the films. The he only works on live for Halloween. Michael Myers. Okay, okay. okay. Um, well, I, I guess he did have to have something else to do on the other uh, three hundred and sixty four <laughs> days of the year. I do films. I, I just didn't know. Oh how wait, I'm, I'm going to say this real quick though. Um, in 1964, there were there was a woman named Helen Fife File who was arrested for handing out ant poison and dog biscuits to, dog biscuits to kids. And when questioned, uh, the housewife said that she was joking, and that she gave the items to kids she felt were too old to be trick or treating. You bad motherfucker. Okay, but now, though, no no child was poisoned during the incident. Yeah, now, I was about now, to say those are dumbass kids eating dog biscuits. Yeah. What, what's the what's the film guy, the one that did nine eleven? Uh, Michael Michael Moore. Michael Moore. Michael, yeah. He used the same probably statistic you use. He said that in the entire I get folklore legend, I think they said they reported like two kids ever being affected by it, and it was like it wasn't even razors. It was like X lax or some shit like that they mm -hmm. gave the kid or something. It was it was nothing like life-threatening yeah right and, uh, and again we grew up with the whole razor blade shit now again you know it's it's the fentanyl story and you know i went left with it i don't know i i i started to think that maybe you know 
and I, I was having a conversation with my wife. I said, well, she's like, this shit is ridiculous. Why would drug dealers do that? I said, well, maybe what if the terrorists, okay, okay, walk, walk with me now. You got the terrorists, right? Terror. We're going to walk with you slowly. Wow. Walk okay. with me slowly. The terrorists buy the fentanyl and start I'm giving out Halloween. I'm walking the way for the record. Uh-huh. They're giving out fentanyl for Halloween. So watch out. Watch out. Tim. Why? Why would they do that? Because they want to kill Americans. They hate us for our freedom. One fentanyl pill at a time. <laughs> hey, man, I don't know. Well, I don't gotta, make the rules. They got to double up the doses because they want you to die. So they got to double it up. So Listen, two doses you per second you put about three or four of those uh, Skittle uh, fentanyls in a packet, kids are fucked up. It's a lot of money, bro. Hey, man, when you're a but terrorist. What, what, would be, what would be the outcome? That just people would be afraid of Skittles? Dead, There'd be dead kids everywhere and there'd be outrage and the terrorists would come on TV and say, I've won again in America. Jesus Christ. I'm glad you're not on their strategic committee. Yeah, really. <laughs> Team America. They're probably going to start yeah. recruiting you after this show. <laughs> we won't even see you anymore. Brother, brother, we need you to tell We heard yep. about your Skittles plan. It's brilliant. Have you listened to Decoding 40? This guy on Decoding 40 has given up good fucking intel. <laughs> Fentanyl Skittles, I never knew. No, I, I don't know, but I think, the, I think that's the thing that the news does. Like, they have to... They have Constant to rev fear. up our fear, whether it's uh, the the next snow storm or if Absolutely. it's Halloween and and oh shit, we found fentanyl. Yeah, they they've also they've also tried to smuggle it in tires, but you know we don't have fear of 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 radial tires or. <laughs> well, the thing is, is they want to they want to tires, they wanna keep the kids' fear up because then the fear starts. To, Wait, keeps who who's who's fear? They want to keep the children's fear up. With kids the don't fear this. Well, hold up. Let, you got to listen eat, to what I'm saying. They'll eat fentanyl pills. Oh, not, sorry. You're not listening to what I'm sorry. saying. They got to keep the fear up, right? For us. In order, no, for the kids. So when they kill the children in the pizza restaurants, they can extract the chemical <laughs> oh that God. comes from the fear. Nigga, have you not been listening? And recycle the fentanyl? Yes. Oh, the adrenaline. Without yes, the adrenaline, that's what they do. That's what they do, son. <laughs> Joe Biden, Pizzagate. Come with me, son. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Joe Biden could barely stay awake in an interview. He is what? not a part of some oh, super right. global Listen, uh, that's all, that's uh, all drug trick. ring. That's, that's the only trick. thing keeping him alive. It's Papa. He's, his mm -hmm. nickname is Papa Fentanyl. <laughs> Joe <laughs> Biden. <laughs> Get that sleep. That's why they call him sleep. Jojo Fett. Get that sleepy Joe, baby. Oh. <laughs> that's the only thing keeping him alive. <laughs> anyway, I got that Jojo right, Fett. Anyway, anyway, so that was a quick, quick uh, Halloween story. But all jokes aside, definitely be careful out there in the streets. Make sure you are checking your parents. I mean, all, I mean, all your parents. I know my my mother probably didn't check my candy. I ate my candy free, free of razors. She didn't buy into it. But you never know. Check your kids' Skittles. If you see an F on one of those Skittles, that is not Skittles. That is not for flavor. That's for fentanyl. All right. <laughs> Fiddles, don't let the kids eat fiddles. Daddy, I feel sleepy. <laughs> I ate a whole bag of fentanyl Skittles. Oh no, I need another bag right now. I'm getting sick, Pop. Daddy, I need some heroin Skittles. Same oh, kid waking up in the morning, tapping his uh, inside of his elbow. Who got them Skittles and shit? I need that shit, nigga. I need them fentanyl Skittles. 
As usual, as L says, after that 50, mi- 50 minute mark is when fentanyl spills. Papi, let me get some of those. Can I get an advance on my allowance? <laughs> so I get some fiddles. Fiddles, the best. No, I need the I need the skittles with the faded package. <laughs> and the S is a little bit tilted. Yeah, it looks like a fiddle. <laughs> yeah, all right. I, right. I'm, I'm. Wait, I got to say this. I'm mad that I can't remember her name now, but she's on the CBS News. O'Donnell actually read that story with confidence. Listen. But it, it made me laugh because it just goes to the whole fear agenda. And it goes to like, like yeah. it's the same shit we've been seeing since we were kids. And they, they, yeah. they always say history repeats itself in 20 year intervals. It really does. It just every 20 years, it's the same fucking shit re- recycled again. In 20 years, they'll be talking about their fucking moon rocks and, and chocolate bars. Who the fuck knows? Hmm. Mars. But, won't be but they never bars. report that, oh shit, nothing yeah. happened. Hey, be afraid of this. But yeah. nothing happened. It never yeah. appeared. Nothing happened. Remember Y2K? Yeah. Y2K yeah. was going to explode the planet. Yeah. Y2K. We were all going to die. We were all gonna die. Mm. For a zero. There we go. Yeah. Here we Party go. over with. Out of time. Decoding 40. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, this has uh, been another episode of Decoding 40. Once again, if you are enjoying this show, please make sure that you listen every Friday mornings when the show comes out. Also, hit us up on our social media platforms, IG, Facebook, TikTok, Twitter, Tumblr, Florge. Florge. <laughs> Make sure that you give us a call. Don't hit us up on Twitter. You racist. You racist. Oh, wow. I forgot about that. And uh, make sure that you give us a call at, what's the number again? 619-940-4040. That's 619-940-4040. Please give us a call. Leave your message. Text us. Hey, tell us how we're doing. Any last words before we get the fuck out of here, gentlemen? Uh, yes. A falling knife has no handle. Remember that. What? A falling knife has no handle. What happened to the handle that was on the knife? It means don't try to grab it while it's falling. Okay. I'm stupid. I don't know tricks like that. I usually grab for the knife. Because <laughs> I'm a man. Because I'm American. I'm a man. I'm a American man. I'm an American man. So what if I lose two fingers? That's what I do. It's from my country. From my country. Screaming eagles, baby. I wasn't afraid. I was. What did I learn? Um, did I, I don't, I'm not even sure if I told the story in my check-in, but, um, there were a couple sitting on this stoop who were giving away candy and also cups of hot chocolate. Yes. They are terrorists. <laughs> and I threw it in this <laughs> They were the terrorists. Try to get of. me with the fentanyl chocolate. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm it, stupid. They, didn't even, they didn't even ask me to ask the kids, Hey, you want hot chocolate? Mm-hmm. And I said, yeah. Yo, what are you drinking, them. Rick? the sewer i'm drinking oh shit i wanted to mention this actually you still got time fist full of bourbon wow fist full of bourbon where did you get that shit at is that how much you drank today and during the show no 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 this 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 started my started its journey on um date night on staycation got it 
Because I was wondering why you couldn't remember you told that story and it's been less than an hour. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't in my notes. Fistful I went off script. This memory lapse has been brought to you by Fistful of Bourbon. <laughs> fistful of Bourbon. One fistful and you're fucked. <laughs> what did I learn today? I learned that Halloween fentanyl is real and we got to watch out. <laughs> no. <laughs> No, Josiah, be 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 safe out there on this holiday. Uh, you know, hope everybody had a good time. Kids are safe, and uh, you know, like I said, join us every Friday. Oh well, peace, peace, peace. Thank you for listening to Decoding Forty. Tune in this and every Friday via your favorite platform for a new episode of Decoding Forty. Go to www.decoding40.com. Make sure you sign up so you can keep following us. But don't keep it to yourself. Spread the word. Thank you for listening to Code and 40, goddammit.